this real life? Hey there, citizens of the world. Welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where our mission is to inspire, connect, and empower the world to learn English the fun, natural, and real-life way. We believe that English should not be a dry and boring school subject, but an inspiring and enriching lifestyle that you can practice and enjoy whenever and wherever you want. In this podcast, you will have lots of fun, learn plenty of new expressions, and drastically improve your listening comprehension. We'll also teach you the secrets of native pronunciation, connected speech, and help you tune in your listening and speaking to the rhythm and flow of English. So sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Ah, 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 yeah. What is up? This is Chad from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, effective, and... Rock and rolling. Way to learn English. So, make sure you download this podcast now and listen to us while you're drawing fruit bowls. Backpacking through the Andes. Grating carrots. Hanging out at Machu Picchu. Or listening to birds chirping. So I'm joined in the studio today, in the flesh, with the man who once put all of his eggs in one basket, Justin Murray. <laughs> What's up? What do you mean by that? Put, put your eggs in one basket? To put all your eggs in one basket would be to... It's a proverb, or it's an expression. It means to, to focus all your time and attention on one thing and not really spread, spread it out. Okay. Have you heard so, that expression before? I have, definitely. Cool. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Have you put all your eggs in one basket? Try not to. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. How are you feeling today, man? I'm pretty well. Yourself? I'm feeling pretty good. By the way, what does in the flesh mean? Oh, in the flesh. That means you are here in person. And you are in the flesh today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And we're here with another rock and rollin' is the way you open the podcast, right? Yep. Like Justin says, a rock and rollin' way to learn English. And we're gonna roll straight into today's shout outs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know you make me wanna So Justin, let's start this off with some kind words from an awesome real life radio listener. All right, I have a couple shout-outs today from a listener, and we wanted to give a shout-out for a couple of listeners in, in Indonesia. First, this is from Stitcher. I'm majoring in English and admire your podcasts. I can say that this is the best way to improve your English. You must listen to this. Real conversation and fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot for that review from a Stitcher listener. And you mentioned some shout-outs to some peeps in Indonesia. I wanted to give a shout-out to some real-life radio Fluency Circle members who have given us great feedback, are always on the Facebook community, and just really awesome, enthusiastic people. This, this is for Say and Trafina. Really great to hear you guys' feedback, and keep in touch with you guys. You guys yeah. are awesome. Yes, awesome. Thanks a lot, guys, for the, uh, all your support you've given us over this time, and uh, we hope to head over to Indonesia at some stage and give a personal thank you to you guys. Yeah, we'll be there. Real Life World Movement. Oh, yeah. Alright guys, remember if you want a shout out or if you want to give us some feedback about the podcast or just a general review, feel free to do that on iTunes or on Stitcher. Or even if you want to go to the show notes of this episode and leave us a comment or a message there, we'd love to hear from you guys. Alright, so that's it for today's shout outs. Let's move on to today's random news story. So this is actually a viral YouTube video. 
And today's headline is, SpongeBob and Mickey Mouse beat up angry driver in road rage caught on camera. Okay, first of all, SpongeBob and Mickey Mouse, who the hell are those guys? Ah, they're Disney characters or cartoon characters, right? Yeah. You know, you're a SpongeBob fan? Never really was, no. Okay. I'm a Mickey Mouse fan. Okay, cool. And what, what do you mean by they beat up angry driver? Well, to beat up is to be violent with somebody, right? Yeah. It's to hit somebody and, and really to put them in bad shape. Yeah. Like if you got beaten up at school, means someone maybe punched you in the face a couple of times and you were on the ground in pain. So, man, I got beaten up. Yeah, so these legendary children's characters <laughs> were violent with an angry driver. Yeah, road rage. In road rage caught on camera. What's road rage again? We talked about this before. Yeah. Right? Road rage is when people get really angry when they're on the highway, right? Yeah. Or the road. Yeah, it's like anger that has been promoted by bad traffic and things like this. Okay, man, so tell us more. What is this all about and what the hell were these guys doing on the highway at night? Well, let me just read out from the story here. Okay. A Russian driver has become a worldwide star in just 24 hours after he was floored by Mickey Mouse and SpongeBob SquarePants in the in a late night road rage incident. So what do they mean by floored? Well, in this situation, it means to be held to the ground. Mm -hmm. I've heard this expression before in the past when it means you're like really hit or overcome by an emotion. Okay. By a particular emotion, like you're floored by really good news, for example. But in this case, they're talking about he was uh, held to the ground by, by somebody. Sure. By SpongeBob and Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse and SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. Damn those guys. So Russian driver has become a worldwide star in just 24 hours after he was floored by Mickey Mouse and SpongeBob SquarePants in a late night road rage incident. Okay. In incident a, means? Incident is just an event. Right? Sure. In a viral video that has clocked up a staggering 1.5 million views in just one day. 1.5 million in just one day. Mm -hmm. A manic motorist is seen cutting up a minibus before banging on the doors of the vehicle. Okay. So, clocked up 1.5 million. What do they mean by clocked up in this case? Accumulated, like usually like the digital clock. Yeah. You hear this term a lot with cars. Like, for example, I went traveling in my car and I clocked up 10,000 kilometers. And a staggering 1.5 million views. What does staggering mean? Staggering is like a very impressive. It's like impressive and a little surprising. Wow, that's. Can't believe it, they got that many views in such a short period yeah, of time. Yeah, it's clocked up a staggering 1.5 million views in just one day. And the manic motorist? Manic, like he's crazy. He's a maniac. And the motorist? Motorist is the guy who's driving. He's a motorist. And what do they mean by he's seen cutting up? Cutting up, I think it's either he cut off, like he maybe he drove his car in front of them and, and stopped them from, from driving fast. So I think that's what he means by cutting up. Okay. He's seen cutting up a minibus before banging on the doors of the vehicle. Banging is just hitting really hard with his hand, like when you bang on a door, boom, 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 you're banging. Okay. It's different from knocking. Knocking is more polite. It's like, hello, anyone home? Sound effects again. Sound effects. Okay, let me continue here because there's more here. Okay. But as he continues to direct his anger at the driver, he's blindsided by a furious, furry foursome dressed as kids' cartoon stars. So, okay, so as he continues to direct his anger at the driver, he's blindsided. What does that mean, blindsided? 
That means because he was just directing his anger at the driver, he didn't see what was around him. He couldn't see other parts of what was happening in the incident. Well, to, yeah, blindsided is like when somebody comes at you from your blind side, right? Mm-hmm. So it just they hit you and you're not expecting anything, right? Yeah, so he was probably looking in one direction and the furry foursome, I think was Yeah, the, the furious furry foursome. Oh, furious, meaning very angry. Furry, because they are like cartoon animals. They're, they're furry. Fur is an animal's hair. Mm-hmm. So furious, furry, foursome means that there was four of them, a foursome. Okay, so how would you summarize this story for our listeners here? Okay, so in other words, what happened in this incident was probably some guy was kind of driving really crazily and maybe he cut off another car, which was this van that was actually carrying this foursome, these these four characters. I guess they were coming back from like a theme park or something, maybe like a kid's party or something like that. So they were all probably already wearing the costumes. This guy must have been really pissed off and stopped them on the highway and got out of his car and started yelling at them or started yelling at the driver. While he's yelling at the driver, I guess, if you watch the video, you, you'll see because they kind of... Cu- come out of the van on the other side and they come behind the guy he's yelling at them and they start beating him, beating him up they start punching and kicking him and throwing throw him on the ground and I think the funniest thing is the guys filming because they're laughing hysterically at what's actually happening because they're just surprised that that guy got beaten up by Spongebob Squarepants Mickey Mouse I think that was that gopher what's that gopher's name? I have no idea yeah so check out the video it's funny Maybe you're going to laugh your butt off too. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty hysterical. And we're also going to link this article to the show notes or the Real Life Radio Power Lessons. So check out either of them if you can. And the moral of, moral of this story, Justin, what did we learn from the story today? Don't talk smack to cartoon characters. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean by talk smack? To talk bad. Yeah, maybe don't underestimate cartoon characters. Don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> That's a nice proverb there. I guess they look fun and they look furry. And you want to give them a big hug, but don't turn your back or they might beat you up. (laughs) (laughs) Alright guys, that's enough of today's random news story. Let's move on to today's conversation talk. What you talking about? 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 Oh yeah. Okay guys, so for today's awesome conversation topic we're going to talk about something that is pretty cool i like using this kind of vocabulary in my english and that is english proverbs and specifically conflicting proverbs but before we really get into this subject justin what is a proverb and why are they kind of cool to use in english or probably a lot of them translate into many other languages i guess do you use proverbs a lot does a bear crap in the woods? <laughs> um, so in that case, I'm assuming that your answer is, yes, you do. Is that a proverb? I think it's... It's an expression. It's an expression. You, you could classify it as a proverb. I, I think proverbs are generally a little more profound. I think, does a bear shit in the woods? Or you say crap, sorry. <laughs> does a bear crap in the woods is kind of a joke, metaphor. Can you explain it? Well, it's... We say, does a bear shit or does a bear crap in the woods when someone asks a question and the answer is definitely yes, of course, because bears 
obviously poop in the woods. They don't have toilets, right? In the woods or the forest, right? The forest. Yeah, woods, the forest. Yeah. So that's going to be the topic of our discussion today. And so what are proverbs? So proverbs are expressions that have, like I mentioned, a more profound meaning. So they kind of make you think about, sometimes they even make you think about life a little bit. Let me just give an example. Don't judge a book by its cover, something that we mentioned in today's news story. To not judge a book by its cover, it's obviously figurative. And it teaches us that we shouldn't judge people by first impressions. Yeah, I actually didn't really know the definition. I had a feeling for it, so just expand upon your definition here. I just looked it up. So, according to Merriam-Webster, the dictionary, it's a proverb is a brief popular saying that gives advice about how people should live that expresses a belief that is generally thought to be true. Sure. Like the example, don't judge a book by its cover, is just a, an all-around good practice. Yeah, absolutely. It's not to be superficial in life, right? Sure. Or not to judge people based on what they're wearing, how they look, how they talk, and things like that. Yeah, and it makes sense. You can probably just walk around your whole life just using proverbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can just kind of... Obviously, people use it to justify their actions, but you can also... At, uh, evaluate different situations in your life. I mean, at the start of this podcast, I mentioned that Justin, the man who once put all of his eggs into one basket, that's a proverb there. Put all your eggs into one basket. One thing that's really cool about proverbs, I think, because they change, I know, definitely depending on the language that they originated from, and also they're very visual. Because if you think about, oh, if I put all my eggs into one b basket, why is that a problem? Because mm -hmm. if the basket falls, all of my eggs will break. As opposed to if I put them into several different baskets and only one basket falls, I still have my other baskets with some eggs in there. Absolutely. And there's a reason why these have survived the millennia, right? Sure. Because they're, why? Because they're, they're so true? They're so true, yeah. The, the depth of these truths, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to quickly go through some common English proverbs that actually contradict each other. Okay, and this is pretty cool because a lot of people... Like I mentioned, they justify their actions based on these proverbs, but then you can kind of retaliate to what they say by saying, hey, but wait a second, etc. For example, great minds think alike. Have you ever said that? Yeah, I've said that. Yeah. What does that mean? If somebody says something that you totally agree with, mm -hmm. you're like, great minds think, think alike because I think the same way. Yeah, and you're considering both of you great, a great mind. But if you said that and I was like the third person in that conversation, I could make a little joke and say, fools seldom differ. What's a fool? A fool is an idiot. And what does seldom mean? Rarely. Yeah, <laughs> sure. They kind of contradict each other, these, these metaphors, these, these, these proverbs, right? Yeah. Um, I hadn't heard that one before, the second one. Fools seldom differ? Yeah. Okay. Obviously, some of these are probably more common in British English and some are more common in American English. A lot of them are Chinese proverbs, I guess. We use a lot of Chinese proverbs in English, like, too many cooks spoil a broth. Have you heard that one? <laughs> I have. What does that mean? Uh, so, a cook is a person who cooks food, so like a chef. And a broth would be a stew, like a, a big mixture. It's like a soup, but with pieces of meat and vegetables in there. 
And what does spoil mean? Too many cooks spoil a broth. Make it go bad. Yeah. And I guess the idea here is that if you have too many people working on the same thing, everyone's ideas go into that and it doesn't come out as one person originally There's planned. no leadership. There's nobody taking responsibility. Right? Sure. Yeah. And there's not enough helpers in some sense. It's too many people trying to lead. Right? Isn't there an American expression about chiefs and Indians? Yeah. Too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Yeah. That'd be the same message there, wouldn't it be? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And it represents kind of a universal truth, right? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, that's Native American. Yeah? So, what about this one? Um, better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. Great expression. I'll definitely use that in so many situations in my life, like wearing a helmet whilst riding a motorcycle. The chance of you falling aren't so high, but better safe than sorry, right? Yeah, or maybe when you leave your house, lock on the door. Better safe than sorry. But, at the same time, you might come along and say, hey, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Oh, that's a great one. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. What does ventured mean in this case? Nothing ventured. Venture is sort of like to adventure, to take a risk, right? Exactly, yeah, take a risk. Nice. But nowadays, I'd probably come and say, YOLO. YOLO? Y-O-L-O, you only live once. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's like one of those... Uh, it's a new proverb. It's a new proverb. <laughs> sure, a new proverb. That's like a computer-aged proverb. Like those computer acronyms. YOLO, LOL. It's just reinventing old ones. That's all it's sure. doing, really. All the... But like, you only live once. That expression is very new. And it is. You wouldn't, it is. You wouldn't have said that you know, 20 years ago. But it's ago. more accessible and more common than nothing ventured, nothing gained. Sure. Most people haven't heard of that. Yeah, I mean, people have heard of it. I mean, if you were to say that, you would get people thinking, you know. People are, oh, this guy, no, you know, you kind of sound a little intellectual when you say that kind of stuff, a little bit wiser, maybe. Definitely has a, a, a feeling of wisdom behind it. It's true, it's true, but talk is cheap. <laughs> talk is cheap. Yeah, cool. Talk is cheap. What does that mean, though? It just means that sometimes what you say is not as important as what you do. Exactly. Yeah, it's like... Um, Actions speak louder than words. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. I think there are a handful of proverbs for that. That same message, right? You yeah. said talk is cheap, which means, you know, you can say as much as you want, but until you actually take action, show me you can do it, your words don't really mean anything. Mm -hmm. Same as actions speak louder than words. Or you can come along and say money talks. There you go, but money talks... Sort of the opposite, right? Yeah, I mean, money talks is like saying if you have money, you can just pay people to do stuff. And you, and you can, can buy yourself out of any problem you have. You can influence people in many ways with money. Sure. But the best things in life are free. Best things in life are free. That is true. That would be probably the opposite of money, money, talks. money talks. Yeah. Best things in life are free. Do you agree with that? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Their experiences, right? Sure. Yeah, another great proverb that I like is what will be, will be. Que sera, sera, right? Who is that? Isn't that a, a famous song like uh, whatever will be, will be. Que sera, sera. What's that from? It's a famous song. I think it's like uh, Italian or something like that. Oh, it's, it's probably a proverb. Yeah, what will be, will be. It's a proverb. Do you know what that means? What will be, will be. Just like accept your fate, accept like what's going to happen, right? 
Yeah, it's kind of like, just play it by ear. What does play it by ear mean? We mentioned that in the Real Life Radio episode about music. It means to play something by ear is to not make a plan. You just kind of see what happens. See where fate or your destiny will take you. But there's a famous proverb that contradicts that. Life is what you make it. Life's a box of chocolates. No, that's not relevant here. You never know what you're going to get. That's, I think, Forrest Gump. It's true. <laughs> but life is what you make it. It actually means, you know, you're in control of your life. You control your destiny. And if you really go after something, and if you're really inspired to do something, you can achieve that. As opposed, ah, oh, what will be will be. I'm not fussed. It's true. It's like... You take the bull by the horns, right? Oh, that's another good one. To take the bull by the horns. What does that mean? It's kind of what you just said. Um, if you want to make your life what you want, right? Mm-hmm. You have to take the bull by the horns. You have to take control of the situation. Yeah. Like, you have to man up. Man up. Yeah, that's right. You <laughs> have to grab the horns of the bull, which is this wild animal. Uh-huh. It's not really wild, but it's crazy, right? Oh, it's definitely a wild animal. And, you, ha- and you have to be strong and be in control sure yeah it's a great metaphor take the bull by the horns instead of just saying what will be will be or sticking your tail between your legs sticking your tail between your legs (laughs) right like a like a dog it's ashamed right sure yeah that's the difference between cowardice and courage right exactly yeah there's another really good one that I like in relation you mentioned about taking the bull by the horns and being a coward with your tail between your legs Fortune favors the bold. That's a good one. What does that mean? What's bold in this case? A bold person. Bold is daring. It means that you're courageous and you do things that are surprising maybe to a lot of people. Yeah, it's definitely a bold person is definitely someone who's very outgoing. I think someone who is willing to go and... I don't know, if it's a man and he sees a beautiful woman and he's like, oh, I'm just going to go talk to her and he doesn't even think twice. Mm-hmm. He just does it. Hey, what does think twice mean? Think twice, I mean, if you don't think twice about something, it means you don't hesitate. You just do it. You just go straight for it. Yeah, straight for the jugular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a quote, actually, I put it in my mirror in the morning that I really like by, by the German poet, Goethe. He talks about uh, boldness. He says, seize this very moment, what you can do, or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has power and magic in it. Awesome, yeah. It's very inspiring. You, you read that every morning in the mirror? Yeah. Cool. Is that how you start your day? Yeah, it's one of the pieces of my ritual. Cool. Would you consider yourself a pretty bold guy? In some aspects. In other aspects, I think I could be more bold, but okay. what about yourself? Um, yeah, same, same. I think in some aspects I'm more extroverted. In some other aspects I'm more of an introvert. It's not just being an extrovert, though. You know that. Yeah, it's about um, going past your limits. Exactly. It's like... Taking risks. Kind of that quote that I love so much, we talk about in real life English all the time, it's like, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Oh, that's another great one, yeah. That's great for language learners, obviously, because you have to be quite bold to actually start using your new language and just go out there and start talking to people, meeting people, and not being afraid of falling on your ass and looking like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it's all about, people. So I think we can probably wrap it up there. There's hundreds and thousands of awesome proverbs in English. And like we said, a lot of them probably translate into other languages. So 
If you guys think of a really good one, one that you really like, or even maybe a famous proverb in your language that you could translate into English for us, we'd really love to hear about it. If you go to the show notes of this podcast, which will be at reallifeglobal.com slash proverbs. That's P-R-O-V-E-R-B-S. Uh-huh. And you go to the comments and just leave us a comment there and write your favorite proverb. We'd love to hear from you guys. And we'd love to know some cool proverbs from your native tongue, if they translate well, and if we can learn a little bit about your culture, maybe. Or your favorite one in English. Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, all good things must come to an end, as the famous proverb says. So let's finish up this conversation topic and move on to today's question. Help. I need somebody. Alrighty, so today we have an awesome question from Fluency Circle member, right? Yep. Danilo Corvaj... Corvajil... Corvajilia. Sorry if I butchered your name there. Yeah, Danilo Corvajilia. And he asks the question, what is the difference between strange and weird? And other synonyms. And other synonyms, sure. So maybe some other synonyms would be... Something I would think of would be like, maybe odd. Odd, sure. Wacky. Wacky. Bizarre. Cool. Creepy, maybe. Okay. Alright, so let's just start off with strange and weird. They are very similar words, but you can kind of distinguish a difference between them. What would be some big differences there, Mr. J-Man, Justin? Well, strange is a little bit more neutral. It's okay. not some negative, really. You're just kind of noting something that's mysterious or you don't understand, right? So it's not as offensive as weird, for example. Weird could be a little bit, maybe derogatory in connotation. It's more bizarre. Okay. Bizarre. Okay, bizarre. That means, yeah, you're right. So you're saying derogatory if you're related to a person. So if I say that guy's strange, I'd be probably referring to his character, his mm-hmm. personality, the way that he behaves. Mm-hmm. Out of the ordinary, right? Out of the ordinary, unfamiliar. Maybe that's probably why um, I know in Portuguese, at least, like, estrangeiro is like a foreigner. Well, in English, stranger, right? A stranger is a person you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's not it's necessarily just... bad, it's just that you're unfamiliar with them. Yeah, but it can be. It depends on how the person says it, right? Mm-hmm. If I can be like, man, Chad is strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, why the hell does he behave like that? He's very strange but if i call you weird then that's definitely derogatory right Uh uh-huh yeah i mean i wouldn't really take offense to it but it's it means that you just think that the things that i do are very peculiar and then weirdo it takes even further it's it's definitely like a little bit offensive yeah very offensive probably right yeah i mean you mentioned that word creepy a weirdo and creepy could be kind of similar wouldn't you say yeah, according to Radiohead, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. They have that song Creep, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, a weirdo. Creep. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. I'm a creep. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so it means, you know, a creep, a creepy guy, for example, might be a guy that approaches a girl and he says some really bizarre stuff. Well, it's a creep, right? What is that? It's like to kind of sneak up on somebody to walk slowly. And yeah, so they can't hear you, to creep up on someone. Surprise somebody, yeah. Yeah. Even like creepy can have another meaning. Like if you go to an old house and there's a lot of cobwebs, it's a little bit creepy. Mm-hmm. You feel uncomfortable there. Um, yeah. And odd. What does odd mean? 
odd again it means strange it's it's um it's not normal that's kind of odd like if somebody it doesn't really fit in right yeah it's like the other day um i was leaving our our house and there was a there was a coffee mug in the garden i was like oh that's odd <laughs> did you see that yeah <laughs> i think our roommate put a coffee cup in the garden for some reason and it was just an odd thing to do like why would he do that it's so odd yeah, it's pretty wacky, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty wacky. <laughs> what does wacky mean? Wacky means it's a person who does these kinds of things, that does odd things. It's a wacky person. It's a synonym, right? Yeah, you don't know what to expect. He's just wacky. I don't know. Uh, an example of a wacky character might be, if anyone is familiar with the TV series Friends, Phoebe, she's very wacky. Mm-hmm. The way she behaves, the things that she says are very wacky. She's kind of weird. She is. I think most of these synonyms would work for her, right? <laughs> yeah, she's all of these. Okay, so that does it for today's episode of Real Life Radio. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you guys learned a lot of vocabulary. We hope you don't trust any more cartoon or Disney characters. It could beat you up. <laughs> and I hope you guys remember that life's a journey, not a destination. Ooh, nice proverb there. One of my favorite proverbs awesome. is from Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is from, uh, who knows? Yeah, it's probably an old Chinese proverb even. Who knows? But yeah, so yeah, hope you guys learned a lot of proverbs, a lot of cool vocabulary, difference between weird, strange, odd, wacky, etc. And remember, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Ooh, that's some strong words there, Justin. So if you want to sound deep... Start using Proverbs. Yeah, that's great. It's going to really help your English fluency, and people might even think you're very wise and intellectual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, remember, if you haven't signed up to the Real Life Radio mailing list, make sure you guys do that now. And upon signing up, you're going to get the first 60 episodes of Real Life Radio, previously known as the Real Life English Podcast. So a link to that will be on the show notes of this podcast, which again is reallifeglobal.com forward slash proverbs. And today we're going to play you out with a song by... Creep from Radiohead. Special acoustic version. Oh, I never heard this one before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alright guys, thanks a lot for being here today. And stay tuned for our next episode of Real Life Radio. Just like Makes me cry Float like a feather In a beautiful world And wish I was special You're so very special I'm a creep I'm a widow What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here I don't care if it hurts 
wanna have control. I want a perfect garden. I want a perfect soul. I watch it and notice when I'm not around. You're so very special. I was special, but I'm a creep. I'm a widow. What the hell am I doing here when I don't belong? I'm a creep.